Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Just before we get into the interview, this is just a brief message. Uh, this is actually a recording of the 2021 Superconscious Success Summit interviews. If you do want to check out the introductory for all of the guests, then you can go across to our Superconscious Success YouTube channel where you'll be able to find all the introductions. These particular podcast interviews will be the interview only. Okay, thank you. Now let's get on to the interview. Superconscious Success Fam, welcome back to another amazing interview where we're going to be talking to Danielle Margraff. If you have not yet listened to her introduction, then head across to the Superconscious Success YouTube channel and listen to it because she goes into her story as to how she actually turned from being on the streets with her children, um, no money, um, to earning over six figures. So um, she's going to be talking about the money GPS. We're going to be talking about somatic therapy, energetic frequencies, vibrations. We've got it all. If you're wanting to manifest money, this is one talk that you do not want to miss. So hi, Danielle. How are you going today? Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Oh, I am amazing. I'm so, so glad to be talking to you. And to be um, delving deep into, into manifesting money because it is something that people struggle with a lot. And they go, oh, I just want to, I want to get into this law of attraction and really start to discover it and learn about it because I really want to make more money. And unfortunately, what that does is it puts us in a lack mindset. Um, which then makes it a lot harder to manifest because all <laughs> we're focused on is I don't have enough. So, mm-hmm. um, so first off, before we get into all of that, can you give us a bit of a breakdown as to what somatic therapy is and what you're talking about when you mentioned money GPS? Sure. So um, somatic therapy is a therapy that um, taps into healing the nervous system, mm-hmm. right? And so when our nervous system is in fight, flight, or freeze, when we are in survival, um, we cannot manifest, we cannot create. And so yeah. somatic therapy starts to, it helps reorganize and rewire the nervous system, um, helping us develop new neural pathways to our brain. So that way we can move differently in the world. We respond differently, right? Like we mm-hmm. can, we can really embody our safety and our security and our stability within us. And we're not grasping, looking for that outside of us. And it's really a game changer. Yeah. And so how do, how does, how does it work? Is it like a, um, is it like, what sort of therapy is it? Is it, yeah. You know, so it's it I think there's multiple different ways you can do it. I learned to talk touch therapy, but you can touch people with your words. You can touch people with your hands. So it's something that you can do virtually as well as in person. Oh, fantastic. Excellent. And so when you talk about your money GPS, what is, what is that all about? Yeah. So I feel like we all have this inner money GPS, right? This kind of like um, direction and guidance that we have followed. And a lot of that comes from, right? Like our, our experiences, our money story, our parents, our gener- generational wounds, right? And so we really do kind of have this 
you know, GPS within us. And my job is to really elevate your money GPS. So that way you really become a magnet and a super attractor to money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and limited beliefs, these are, these are the foundation of, of being able to manifest anything, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's money. Um, as we grow up, we, we form these beliefs that, um, that we don't even recognise are deep within the surface. Um, and I think we all have these stories. Now, when you were younger, did you... You, you said that you went through some trauma. That was in your in your introduction. But mm-hmm. um, what was it like? Were, did you grow up in a household that um, that had a, a poverty mentality or more of a wealth mentality? What what sort of situation? Well, it's yeah, it's really interesting. So we didn't want for anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think, like I I would describe us as middle class or maybe even upper middle class. I feel yeah, like. Okay. Um, However, I do think the mentality was poverty. And so I do believe that there is a difference between wealth consciousness and financial freedom, right? So wealth consciousness is the idea that wealth is always there. It's always available. We're always tapped into it, right? We, We have this alignment to source that that brings it in all the time where poverty consciousness, right, is that it's not enough. Where is it? Is it there you go okay continue on for some reason it just froze on me okay (laughs) yeah so so it was yeah I think that ultimately I was raised in the it's it's not enough or is it coming again and when is it going to come and it can't come fast enough and so yeah so that is as poverty consciousness is described would be what I was raised in yeah. And I, I yeah. remember even like when I was younger and, you know, we, we also never went without, my parents always made sure that we had whatever we needed. Um, yes. But at the same time, um, even though they never directly told, told us that they were struggling because they were really struggling at the time, my dad had been diagnosed with hepatitis. Um, he was put in hospital for six months. And we were only little, about five or six. And I remember at that age having the power cut off and us, mm. having, to, us having to sit, um, you know, by the candles, we'd play games and all that sort of stuff, um, which was great. And But I remember my mum not being able to eat because she was feeding us. So she would, she would be eating like, you know, dry rice and, and that sort of stuff. And so I think that's still ingrained in me at a very young age that even though they both had jobs and they were both working really hard, it kind of ingrained that you have to work really hard and there's still not enough. And so I don't think we recognize until we actually go further back and, and really figure out what those limited beliefs are and where the source of it is. um, Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to be able to move past that. So is that something that somatic therapy can help you with? I think somatic therapy is more, I think it, it can definitely help you with the beliefs. I think that it is a combination of beliefs, energy, um, yeah. thoughts, uh, emotions, right? Like, I think it really affects all parts of, you know, the, the, really the, the, the kind of makeup, the ingredients, that manifestation we yeah. need, right? And so I think that there's no way for it not to affect that because I feel like once we tap into the nervous system, yes, 
we have better regulation on our emotions, right? Emotions don't control us anymore. We then now have control, right? We have better, we can slow down our thoughts. We have better regulation of being able to pause and be more mindful, right? So that affects our thoughts. It affects, we can, we now have a new experience, which now feeds into, we now have new beliefs because we've had a new experience because our beliefs really are, they come from experiences that we have over and over and over again, right? So Mm -hmm. now we're creating new beliefs, which is giving us a new result, right? Which then starts it all over again. Right. So it's a, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so what are some roadblocks that you think may be stopping us from actually being able to manifest that abundance that we're wanting? Yeah, I think that, I think you, you, you touched on some of that already, right? Like I think limiting beliefs, like, can we really do it? Is it really for us? Are we really deserving? Um, Is what we want really feasible? Can we really have that? Um, You know, I think our emotions, a lot of people are stuck in the wound, right? They've, everyone has had a wound or a trauma or multiple in their lifetime. Um, But just like me in that decade of spinning, I was stuck in this victim consciousness. I was stuck in the wound, right? I didn't really believe and I made excuses and I made justifications and I couldn't yank myself out of it. It was like a big blind spot. So I think our emotions controlling us can hold us back. Our thoughts, I think most people are not aware of how they're thinking. They're thinking mostly about what they don't want instead of what they do want and concentrating the will to keep your concentration and focus on what you do want when you've been taught, I think, to focus on what's not happening or why it's not happening or the problem is very challenging. It is, it is. And I think we do have a tendency to focus on problem solving. Um, I, like to, I like to turn it around to more solution finding than problem solving. Because if mm-hmm. we change our mentality from here's another problem to, okay, mm-hmm. what's the solution to this? Because for every problem, there is a solution. Um, yeah. So it's about, it's about really turning it around and going, okay, you know, there, there is a solution for this and we're going to figure out what it is. And like I said, we live in a, we live in a lack mentality mm-hmm. that, um, you know, we're always worried about not having enough of something or we don't have enough money or we don't have, you know, the perfect relationship or we don't have this or whatever it is. If we turn that around to more of a, of a wealth mentality, um, then it's amazing what you're able to manifest. So what does the subconscious mind, what part does the subconscious mind play when it comes to manifestation? Yeah. So it plays everything, right? It's everything. (laughs) So all of that, everything that we've been talking about, right, has been like our experiences in the past that have been printed on us. Yeah. All of that, right, from zero to seven, we have no conscious mind. We have no ability to say, no, we don't agree. And so from zero to seven, everything that's poured into us is kind of like our blueprint. Yeah. Right. And then what happens is, is after that, we develop a self-conscious, right? We're, we're now self-conscious. We have that ability. But every, if we think about our subconscious as this, this is how I describe it. You're, it's like a black box on an airplane. It, it really takes in every experience, interaction, connection, everything that you ever in, in your every single day. So what happens is, is we get this programming, right? It's just programmed. It just imagine it's like a computer, like it's just programmed. And so that is what we, we put out. And so if you look around where you are in your room or 
in your office or in your car or wherever you're listening to this, you have created all of it. So the car you're driving, you've created. The, your, your bedroom, your house, right? Everything you've experienced, you've created. And it was all created through your subconscious, okay? And so if you want to create a different financial reality for yourself, it is the subconscious that we need to reprogram. Yeah. And so reprogramming the subconscious, there's so many different ways that you can do that. Um, and, you know, you can use self-hypnosis. You can use, I like to actually, if I've got a limited belief that I've actually recognized, um, then even just finding, um, finding proof that the opposite exists. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you feel that you can't go from zero to a million dollars or you can't go from, you know, um, as you said, you were on the streets and then you came to, to earning mm -hmm. over figures, find mm -hmm. people that have done it. And mm -hmm. they have been able to do it. I can do it too. And, you know, watch lots of YouTube videos about people that have actually managed to turn things around. We have so many resources out there nowadays um to be able to do this you know they use affirmations affirmations are a great way of doing it as well because with the subconscious mind um it doesn't know the difference between real and and not real does it that's right you're so absolutely right <laughs> so how does visualization play a part in that so the key okay the key and this is actually going to be one of my strategies but the key is that when you visualize anything, you have to get emotionally connected to your vision, right? That is, if you want to talk about really activating kind of the universal law of attraction or vibration, you must get emotionally involved in your vision, in your dream, in your desire, right? And so when you visualize and visualize often, right? Yeah. Visualize so often that you're driving your, you know, your clunker car, but really you're driving your Tesla, yeah. right? Like whatever it is for you, like you are actually transporting yourself into this reality and you do it consistently and often mm -hmm. and you will be able to collapse time because it's a law, right? Yeah. It's a universal law. So there's no way it doesn't work. Yeah. And so it will collapse time and you will bring your reality the reality you desire very quickly into your present moment. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes I like to, you know, I have visions of like, you know, my dream house years and years down yeah. the track. But in the same respect, I, I can wake up in the morning and I can actually visualize being in this other house. And if you can manage to do that or go to sleep visualizing, because that's the best time yeah. to do it, is as yeah. you're actually heading into sleep, visualize everything that you're desiring because mm -hmm. that's when your subconscious is the most active and yes. so it's it's kind of like um you create a story for yourself yes. um, and i i know people that use storyboards and um i've actually done it where i've done big powerpoints up and um and with all the different pictures of of things that i've done as a slideshow and then you put that on your computer screen and so there's lots of different ways that you can do it um, but it's, um, you know, it's about working with, as you said, with the subconscious, but then also what about the, when we work with the superconscious and, and the divine in order to be able to create the wealth and abundance that we're looking for? Yeah. So, you know, I, I believe that 
the divine is within us, right? There is nothing outside of us. I grew up Catholic mm -hmm. and I grew up that God was up there somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. And was very separate of me, right? And so I was here to serve him, right? <laughs> in this certain way. Mm -hmm. And come in all of my studies and research and, you know, my own healing, realizing that no, divine is within you, right? Mm -hmm. And so when divine is within you, there is this, we have the ability, the creation that we have, right? Because we're all creators. Yes. Our, our, what we're jo our job essentially here is to take the desire, which is our source talking to us, right? Yeah. So whatever that source is for you, God or universe or divine or energy or whatever you call it, is talking to you in the form of desire. So we now have this urge to want whatever it is we desire, right? It is our job now to take it, to create from that, to be self-expressed through this creation. So that way we take it from invisible. I always say invisible to done. Yeah. Right? This invisible idea, thought, desire through us to create and to make it into, you know, reality. Yeah. Because I often say that if you have, if you have created a desire um, if you have thought of something that you really desire, that you really want, well, then the source has already downloaded that to you. It's already there for you. It's already available mm -hmm. for you. And mm -hmm. so we need to take inspired action to yeah, be 100%. Yeah, because then that's one thing I think was missing in The Secret was mm -hmm. that we did a lot, of, a lot of work on visualizing, a lot of work on thoughts create things, which, which is all true. But unless, the, unless you take small little action steps, mm -hmm. um, the universe needs to see that you're taking action. It needs to see yeah. that you're moving towards what you're wanting. Um, yes. So, and I think that's one thing that was missing. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so so we've, we've gone over um, how important emotions are when it comes to visualisation, for instance, and also with the work that you do with somatic therapy, healing from, from past trauma. Um, so can you briefly explain what emotional intelligence is? And we know that manifestation is about frequencies and vibration and energy. And so if you could go a little bit into also what each of those um, mean as well. Yeah, sure. So um, emotional intelligence, it's like your emotional IQ. It's the ability to be able to take your emotions, um, transmute them, manage them, alchemize them. So that way you can use them for something positive, right? Mm -hmm. And so we kind, of, we kind of move those through us. A lot of times we get stuck in emotion and yeah. that's where we, a lot of us kind of stay and then we find it hard to create or we suppress because we feel like, We've been, we've been kind of, I feel like trained a little bit to think positively and that thinking positively is going to get us the thing that we want when unfortunate, because maybe, um, grief or fear or anger are very kind of low vibe on the frequency scale emotions. However, that couldn't be farther from the truth. And I just had this question in my group the other day. Um, the question was, um, how do I, how do I suppress the grief that I'm feeling 
so that way I can stay high vibration. And I said, no, we don't do that, right? It's all, we are human. And so we need to feel everything. What we need to do though, is we need to move that and process it through, right? And I said, the three best ways, yeah, yeah. And the three best ways to do that, I said, are movement, breath, right? And voice or writing, right? And so just making sure like you're, you're moving and processing those through and that we're compassionate with ourselves while we're going through that. So how that affects vibration, right? Like, so everything has a vibration, everything is vibrating, right? Um, and so vibration really is the thing that is going to attract. We are going to attract things that vibrate at the same rate as us. right now everything has a different frequency right there's like a lower frequency a higher frequency and so when we manifest when we want to create we're talking about high level frequencies we're talking about these are the ones that i always say excitement expectancy enthusiasm joy gratitude right those are love very high frequency uh feelings right like in the body and so it's like we want to always pivot as much as we can to, to live in that kind of um, pond, right? Like we want to live there, right? But it doesn't mean that we're not going to experience a rainbow of emotion. And it doesn't mean that we're not supposed to feel those kind of bad or hard feelings. We usually don't want to feel those things. So we do suppress, depress, repress, right? But I always tell my kids, you have to grow through what you go through and there's no avoiding it as human beings that we're all have experienced every one of those emotions, right? There's no escaping it as humans. No. And, and I tell my kids the same thing too, that, that they really need to feel those feelings and to, mm-hmm. and to go through it as opposed to trying to suppress it. Because if you try to suppress it, then, um, then eventually it is going to blow up and eventually you're going to you're not going to be able to move through it to be able to get to those higher levels of of frequencies um and so yeah so i totally agree it's it's something that we really need to remember is that emotions we're only human and we are going to feel like you said all sorts of different emotions and um and so we can't stay in high vibe our entire life. It's very, very difficult to do because if we did, we wouldn't have the contrast that we need to be able mm-hmm. to learn the lessons that we are put on this earth to learn. So because it's very hard if you're going through a traumatic event or you go through contrast or, or something, you go through a divorce or you're going, you know, you've lost somebody that you love, it's very hard for you to stay up in periods of joy at times like that you've got to express those emotions and then once yeah. you, do, you can start to see the other side of 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 it and start to really dig deep so so i love that i think that's a um yeah that's a great great point to point out about emotional intelligence so um so we've, we've spoken about manifestation and we've spoken about um the the money gps and so if if we're stuck in that poverty mindset um we've we've gone over a couple of strategies what are your most important strategies that we could undertake to be able to help us turn the, that mindset around i would say that a hundred percent every single day, multiple times a day, yeah, maybe a hundred times a day, you write out your goal. 
Yeah. You write your goal out every day. You get emotionally involved with that goal, Mm -hmm. right? So a lot of times people want to manifest money, but money is really a hard goal in that it's emotionless. Yes. It's only, I, you know, I kind of say, <laughs> this is a little silly, but I say money's like tofu. It takes on the flavor of whatever you cook it with. So yeah. if you have lack mentality or if you feel like it's hard to come by, when you think about money, you think about it's hard to come by. So think about it. If you write a goal, I, w- I want to make, or I, I easily uh, earn and generate, you know, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a month, let's just say. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel impossible. Yeah. There is going to be this very subconscious feeling of like, you've got to be kidding me. This is never like, it's a dream still. It's so far away. It's not going to feel real. If you can humanize this goal with emotions and get really invested in the goal, right? So it might be a money goal, but you start maybe writing it a little bit more around what that money is going to do for you. You start imagining what that money is going to do for you, how you're going to be able to be the best gift giver ever, right? You're going to imagine, right? You imagine buying your parents a new car or a new beach house and they're like crying or, you know, what you're going to give, give your kids or how you're going to impact the world by opening, giving to charities or opening, you know, creating something uh, for for the cause that you, that is important to you, you yes. know, that is how we get emotionally involved and that's how we change the world, right? Because when people see that we can do it, they now believe they can do it. And so not only have we impacted the people that we have just started, t- you know, that we touched, our family, our friends, maybe this charity, but we've impacted people. The ripple effect is limitless right and so i would say 100 pick a goal that is really out of your reach so a goal and the goal has to be something that you you don't necessarily know you can do so if it's a goal you know you can do it's not really a goal right it's like it's 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 safe so you want to pick a goal that you you don't you, you you know is really out there for you but then i want you to build this emotion around it this story around it i want you to love it up i want you to you know be so grateful i want you to be crying in gratitude right of the reality that you are now creating and again i want do it every day do it a hundred times a day do it every night before you go to bed you said earlier at night morning and night the best times to do these you know these strategies so because that is when it's most easy to get into the subconscious repetition is also repetition is king so you want to make sure you're doing a lot of repetition right and if at first your conscious mind's going to go this is crazy right but the more emotionally invested you get the more you start to realize this can be a reality Exactly. And I think one of the big problems that we have when we're trying to manifest too is clarity. I think that we have a real issue with being able to be clear on what it is we want. And we change our minds so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, like one minute it's like, oh, I want to earn a hundred thousand a month. And the next minute it's like, I want to earn a million a month. And then the next minute mm-hmm. it's <laughs> so we're sending out all these mixed messages to the universe mm-hmm. as to what mm-hmm. we're wanting. And I think that unless we have that clarity, the universe doesn't know what to what to send to us. So, um, so how would how would somebody go about like 
becoming crystal clear on what it is that they're desiring and really just stick with that goal rather than changing our mind every two seconds. Yeah. So I think in order to really connect with your desire, yeah. it's those really quiet, still moments where you think to yourself, it's almost like the, 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 it's almost like a secret that you haven't told anyone, right? Yeah. Cause it's so big, right? So it's like, when you think about like, well, I want to be a Broadway star. Yeah. I want a, you know, a mansion on the water. I want to travel the world. Like, you know, things that we don't, I feel like not, we don't talk like that a lot of times, right? Yeah. Or when we discuss it, it's very airy fairy, like one day I wish. Yeah. But really feeling that like kind of that, um, that, that thing in your belly, right? That, that intuitive hit, that urge, right? And so really start to get quiet with yourself and think about what do I really want? And I'm gonna tell you this, if you cannot get emotionally on board with the goal, it's probably not your goal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say that if you, if you can't get emotionally invested in it, then it's probably yes. not what you desire in the first place. Exactly. It's something you exactly. think you need to desire. Um, exactly. and, and I think that when we are actually um, working on, on visualizing and emotionally investing ourselves into a goal, it's about what the what the final result is, how the final result is going to make you feel. Mm -hmm. And so if you're looking for financial freedom or you're looking for, as you said, being the greatest gift giver in the world, how will that feel once that actually happens? How are you going yeah. to feel once you're able to manifest that house or um, you know, travel the world every month or whatever you want to do, which is a bit difficult yeah. at this time, but you know, yeah. one day that'll yeah. happen. <laughs> Um, so I think that's, I think that's really important is to, is to really tap into how you'd feel once that actually happens. So, um, fantastic. I think that that's, um, that's giving a lot of, so we've got visualization and we've got really putting our energies and our, um, and you know, our vibrations into it. Now, one question I wanted to ask you, which, which is controversial and, and I've heard lots of people have different responses to this um how do you feel about say you've you've come up with this massive goal and it's it's something that you really desire and is really big that you know you don't even know if you're going to be able to create it um how do you feel about telling other people about it because i find that when you tell somebody about it and they sh shoot it down um, mm -hmm. And I tell you that you're crazy because that's never going to happen. That just lowers your vibration level, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you feel about kind of keeping that to yourself and, and just sort of like um, protecting that vibration um, mm -hmm. and just keeping it within yourself to be able to, um, to know that once you put it out there, that will happen as long as you keep focused on the goal and then just show them by example. Well, you know, what's really um, interesting is something that you said, which is that this goal is so big, I don't even know yeah. if I'll be able to do it. And I think that's the key. If, yeah. if you, if there's any, any doubt yeah. in your system, right? Environment is the biggest predictor of our our outcome really mm -hmm. right so that includes people and places and what we're surrounded by and so 
I would not tell anyone yeah. what my goal is until I was sure that yeah. no matter what anyone said, no matter what anyone's opinion or thoughts, that it would not impact me, right? Like it would just not have any impact on what I was creating, yeah. right? So, cause, cause belief is key. You have to believe to receive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And I think, and I think it is about you, you having that belief that it is possible and yeah. that it is going to happen. And it's not, it's not only possible, it's going to happen whether you, yeah. you know, um, if you believe it for long enough. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's just some people say, you know, keep it to yourself. And then other people say, oh no, you can share it, but you've got to be careful with your vibration and make sure that yeah. it doesn't affect you. Um, yes. when somebody says something so that was good I um I was just wanted to get your your tips on that <laughs> that's fantastic Danielle I think we have given the attendees um a lot of good information here when it comes to being able to start to manifest your wealth and abundance make sure you really do take care of those those frequencies and those vibrations be careful about who you're hanging around, about the types of people that you're surrounding yourself with, uh, the environment that you're in, as Danielle said, um, and as well as as well as your belief system. Start to really work on what those belief systems are and what might be holding you back. Um, most often, if you if you are currently living paycheck to paycheck, then that is then that is due to current belief systems which have not been dealt with. So if you're wanting to see more money in your bank, then we need to work on those belief systems um, so that you can start to believe that, that you're worth more and that the money is out there because there's an endless supply of money. Money's just energy. It's just like everything else that's around us. And so um, anybody can tap into it. It's just being in that right state, that right vibration to do so. So thank you so much, Danielle. Now, everything um, for Danielle is found in the playbook. So all of her information, her bio, everything will be there. Um, so head across there to find out any further information. And Danielle, is there any final words you would like to give um, to our listeners today? Uh, you know, the only thing that I really want to say that I really want everyone to take away is that everything is healable. Anything is possible, right? Yeah. I just want everyone to know that. Fantastic. If I can do it, everybody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly.